my soul loves Jesus my soul loves Jesus my my soul loves Jesus bless his name my soul loves Jesus my my soul loves Jesus my 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 soul is a wonder in my soul Jesus is a wonder in my soul bless his name he's a wonder is a wonder in my soul he is a wonder in my soul bless his name amen I will I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth that my soul shall make a boast in the Lord the humble shall hear thereof and be glad oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fears oh taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man that trusteth in him it is good to be in the house one more time said it is good to be in the house one more time oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever got a long scripture this morning so if you will turn to Luke 24 starting at verse 13 Luke 24 at verse 13 from the English Standard Version Luke 24 starting with verse 13 from the English Standard Version the Word of God reads thusly that very day two of them were going into a village named Emmaus about seven miles from Jerusalem they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. 
but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said unto them, what is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them named Cleopas, Cleopas said, answered him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, what things? And they said to him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet mighty in deed and in word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death, to be crucif to cruci and crucify him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and, all, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some of the women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the, as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones, slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken, was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things? enter into his glory and beginning with Moses and all the prophets he interpreted to them in it is supposed to be not the way it is supposed to be he was bullied as a very young boy but with the help of his family mainly his older brother he was able to overcome the bullying and after overcoming the bullying of his young lad age he went on to high school still kind of being bullied for who he was and what he did but he realized something that God gave him some Olympic legs and he became a distance runner and as a distance runner he actually came, became so good that he qualified for the Olympic trials. He made the Olympic team, and in 1936, the Olympiad, under the treacherous watch of Adolf Hitler and the Third Reich, he ran in this Olympiad. This is the same Olympiad that a boy who was a son of a janitor from Ohio moved to Olympic immortality. We all know him as Jesse Owens, but that's not who we're speaking of. This man finished eighth, but he did set a record for a lap trial in the 5,000 meter race. His dream was to win gold, but then shortly thereafter, that very mad man took up a war, a war to end all wars, and this man had to fight 
in that very war. The, third, the 372nd bombardier he was a part of. And one day on a rescue mission, he went out over the Pacific and his plane went down. And for 47 days, this man and two other soldiers cling to life on a raft only to be captured by the Japanese and to become a prisoner of war. As a prisoner of war, he was beaten incessantly, particularly by another madman. And don't you know madmen come a dime a dozen? He was beaten by another madman, uh, Murishito Wantabe. They called him the bird. He beat him incessantly while he was in prison. And then after the war ended, he looked at his battered body and everything that he had dreamed, everything that he had hoped for, everything that he had wanted was now gone because the body that he had was broken and bruised. Being broken and bruised. Uh, he went through years of post-traumatic stress disorder. We've come to know that as PTSD. He went through years of it. And then, can't you imagine in his mind, one day while looking at his body, looking at himself, through realizing his dreams, he said, this is not the way that it's supposed to be. And I wish somebody was in the house with me. Many of us have had dreams. Many of us have had things we've wanted. We've had a plan. We've worked our plan. And then the things didn't turn out the way we wanted to. And looking at ourselves, we've said to ourselves, this was not the way it was supposed to be. Is there anybody here who's ever been in life where you thought you had what you wanted, you thought you had what God had for you, but it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to be? And if you are with me this morning, that's where we are in our text this morning. We are in a situation where the disciples of Jesus are scattered abroad and they are sad in their hearts because everything they thought about Jesus didn't turn out the way that they wanted it to be. And let's come, if you will, come walk with me in this text a little bit. I want to show you that even when things are not the way it ought to be or the way it's supposed to be, God still has some good news in the midst of our heartache. The Bible declares that there were two men one day after, after this time, and they were on a trip from a town called Emmaus outside of Jerusalem. Uh, some scholars and some commentators believe that when Jesus died, all hope was lost. So a lot of folk who thought he was the one went back home. You know, it wasn't too long ago when Jesus entered into Jerusalem and they said, Hosanna to the king of who is to come. He was riding on the coat there. Hopes were up. But Jesus now had been crucified, and he had been crucified, and he laid in a cold grave, and everything that they hoped for was now gone. But these men were on their way back to Jerusalem. On their way back to Jerusalem, and can't you see them there having a conversation? having a conversation about all that had taken place, having a conversation about all that they had hoped for, having a conversation about what Jesus had done. But then you can see the countenance of these men. Their countenance is down. Their hearts are heavy. Their 
souls are sorrowful and they are walking on the way and by way they are walking Jesus shows up Jesus shows up in the middle of their sorrow in the middle of their pain Jesus shows up but they don't recognize him Good news in the house. I'm at a point in my life, y'all, I won't, I won't say I'm old. <laughs> but I'm at a point in my life where I can't navigate in the dark like I used to. Uh, yeah, a lot of y'all looking at me funny. <laughs> but if anybody is of a certain age and your eyes grow a little dim, the dark becomes a whole nother challenge for you. I've got to that point. I remember I could turn off the lights and go anywhere I wanted to because I could actually see in the dark. But now I really can't see in the dark. And uh, just like these boys, they don't recognize what's in front of them. But let me give you some good news. I, just because you can't see in the dark anymore doesn't mean that you don't have hope. I can't see in the dark anymore, but I tell you one thing that God gave me a long time ago. He gave me a photographic memory. And even though I can't see in the dark anymore, I, I, this happens every day when I go out of my house, y'all, early in the morning, I go to the garage and I can't see. But I do remember there is a light on the side of the garage. And all I have to do is click a button and the light comes on and I see what's around me just for a second. I can turn the light back off and navigate in the dark. Is there anybody here that knows that anytime you're in a situation where you can't see, you still got light around you? Jesus has come and he is with them. And he says to them, uh, what you talking about? And they say, basically, they are in a situation where they are so sad, so, so downtrodden where they don't know. He says what you're talking about. And when they said about these things concerning, it says in the scriptures that they stood still and looked sad. Can't you see them, y'all, in the text? They have heavy hearts. They kind of stopped, and I can only imagine they stopped, and uh, without saying a word, they looked at each other and looked at the stranger. And then the Bible says they were sad. Their hearts were heavy. Can't you hear the sorrow in their sighs because they could remember what Jesus had just done? They remember how he healed the sick. They remember how he raised the dead. They remember all the miracles that he had wrought in Jerusalem. But then he had died. And they were sad. There was really no need for them to be sad. But because they didn't recognize who he was, they remained sad. Uh, there was some good news re really in their sadness because they were living in a post-crucifixion world. But they were also living in a post-resurrection world. They were living in a time where their darkest day was still clouded, but the brightest day in the world was standing right in front of them. They were living in a time where their hopes were dashed, but then they were living also in a time where everything that they had was right in front of you. 
I figured I had some hope right now. I figured I had some help in the building. I'm trying to help somebody out. We are living in a post-pandemic world. But we are also living in a pandemic world. But you ought to thank God that he got you up this morning. You ought to thank God that you are not sick because you are living in the same time. At the same time, you got hope in your sorrow. He said, well, well, said, well, all the things that happened, he said to them, well, what things? And it's amazing because they tell the gospel story, but they tell it in sadness. They tell it because they're still living under the umbrella of the crucifixion. Say all the things about Jesus, that he was a prophet of God, mighty in deed and in word. He did all these things, and then they said this, y'all, and we had hoped that he was the one. That, that, that there's good news even in our sadness because we serve a God who loves us enough to chastise us and then turn around and give us hope. That they were sad and they said all the things that Jesus had done and we had hoped he was the one. Jesus said, oh foolish and slow of heart. How many of us can thank God that Jesus has slapped us on the back of the head and called us foolish for the things we've done sometimes? For the things that we have not believed sometimes? How many times has he woke you up and then you get worried about what you got a bill you got to pay tomorrow? Oh, foolish. Says that he calls them foolish. But then it says that the same Jesus says that it was necessary for Christ to die. And then to enter into his glory. That, that, that what Jesus came to do was a necessary thing. I know it didn't look good on Friday. But it was necessary. Why in the world was Friday necessary? Because I had a bill that I couldn't pay. Anybody ever had a bill that you couldn't pay? I, I, we live now in a, in a world, and somebody ought to thank God, we live in a world where our government will take your student debt, and if you work in a certain kind of industry, they will take everything that you built up in debt, and if you play your cards just right, they'll take away your debt. Uh, I, I must not have any, any witnesses in the house. I, I'm a witness. I'm a witness on two feet. What the Lord will do to your debt. But I know maybe, maybe you still got your student debt. And maybe you're saying, brother preacher, uh, I really can't identify with you. But let me give you another piece of debt that you had. Long time ago, you had a sin debt. And you couldn't pay that either. But it was necessary for somebody to come behind you to live the life you couldn't live and pay that 
ought to thank God for Friday. Jesus paid the debt on Friday. And you ought to thank God that he paid that debt. He said it was necessary that the Christ die and enter into God's glory. And then I love Jesus, y'all, because he don't leave us in our state of sadness. The first thing he does, and I'm almost through, y'all. The first thing he does, it says he gives them what they used to know. He gives them a word of what they used to remember. He's trying to jog their memory to let them know you got to come out of this sadness because it was already promised to you. Thank God that we serve a God that can take us to a familiar place and then let us remember what he used to do. He did for us with his word. Says, beginning with Moses. And, and then he talked about all the prophets. Uh, he started in a place where they were familiar. He began with Moses. In other words, he began in the beginning. He said, I, I can imagine Jesus said, well, they were made in the beginning. Male and female, he made them. He took the dust of the earth and breathed into them the breath of life and they became a living soul. He started in the beginning, y'all. Is there anybody here that can thank God what he did for you a long time ago? What he promised to you a long time ago, he's trying to bring them out of where they are. He's trying to bring them out of where they are. Says that he began with Moses. That I can hear him say, hear, O Israel. The Lord, our God, is one Lord. You should love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your strength. And then you should teach these things to your children as you walk, when you ri lie down, when you rise up. Is there anybody here that can hear the word of the Lord? He's trying to get them to himself. He said how in all the prophets, that he went through all the prophets. I can see him bring up Jeremiah. He said, before I formed you, I knew you. And I made you a prophet to the nations. In other words, I had your life mapped out even before you got here. Told him, Isaiah, has thou not known? Has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the weak and to them that have no might, he increases strength. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings with eagles. Run and not be weary. Walk and not faint. I'm trying to get you that I'm trying to remember what I told you in my word. That, that, that Jesus starts with what they know. But then Jesus has a way. Says that he had drawn near to them. And, and thank God that even in times that we can't see him, God is still right there. Not only did he draw near to them, but he walked with them. David can help us out and say, even though I walk 
through the valley of the shadow of death that I will fear no evil for thou art with me. He's with them, reminding them of what they used to know. We didn't read this, but they, they kind of start feeling good when he started reminding them of what they did know. Said that it got so good that they told the stranger, come on with us into our house and sit down and have something to eat. They go in the house, y'all, and it says that they make him broil fish. And Jesus eats it in front of him. Give some good news. Even in the, even in the resurrection, we still going to eat some good fish. Well, don't miss that. That the same body that dies is the one that gets up new and is still going to be used for the things that we know. Is there anybody here that can thank God that the folk that you have gone on before you, you're going to see them again. And when I say see them again, you're going to see them again. That, 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 that Jesus goes in with them and they are excited about what he has shown them in the scriptures. But not only are they excited about what he has shown them in the scriptures, eventually Jesus gets some bread. And here's my second point, y'all. Jesus can show us what we knew. But then Jesus can show us what he's done. And our dark eyes will move from close to open. Well, y'all ain't with me. I thought y'all be with me. That Jesus can show you what he's done in your life. And even when you have a heart that is broken, even when you have a soul that is sorrowful, Jesus can show you what he did before. Jesus says that he took bread. Can't you see them? They're already beginning to be happy. I, I thought about their hearts, y'all, and, and, and it made me think about when the, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Y'all know the Grinch? Problem with the Grinch was his heart was too small. So his heart was so small that Love wasn't in the heart. And joy wasn't in his heart. And, but then the, the people of the town were singing. Even after he had robbed them. They had joy. Not because of the gifts they had. But they had joy because of the life that they could share together. And the small heart of the Grinch began to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. I can imagine these two disciples, as Jesus talked with them on the way, their hearts that were broken start growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And now, now they are ready to see what he could do for them. Jesus takes some bread. And in his own Jesus kind of way, the Bible says that he takes the bread, prays over it, and then he breaks the bread. 
and their eyes became open. They didn't know him on the way. They didn't know him really when he was giving them the scriptures. But when he did something in their lives, their eyes began to recognize him. Is there anybody here that maybe the word of God don't get you? The word that is inscripturated. But when you think about the word that is incarnated, what he has done for you, then your life will begin to change. It says that he broke the bread and they recognized him. But as soon as they saw it, he vanished out of their sight. Y'all remember back in the beginning of the story, they were sad because they thought Jesus was still dead. They were living under the shadow of the crucifixion. They were just in Friday's understanding. But now, they already said it. Uh, the women told us. They went to the tomb. And he was gone. But they were so sad, they didn't believe that. Then some of the other brothers said they saw too. Vision of angels. And they didn't believe that. But that's all right. I thank my God because even when I have a hard time believing other folks' testimony, I can see him for myself, see him to break the bread in my own life, and I recognize Jesus. So they recognize him, and he vanished. I thought this was so peculiar. He was with them all the time, and they got happy when he left them. Well, Jesus only has to do some stuff for us. Just a little while. He ain't got to stay around because we can know who he is. Says that they knew who he was. Let me get back to Mr. Louis Zamperini. He was the soldier I told you about. And after he made his way out of prison and through the dark times of his PSD, PTSD, he found Jesus. Found Jesus and he became an evangelist, saving souls. And his ministry was set up on forgiveness. He said that I have to learn how to forgive the people that beat me in those camps that took away my dreams, took away my hopes, uh, that he, I have, to, I have to forgive those people that made my life not the way it was supposed to be. And later on, when the Olympiad went to, back to Japan, Zamperini was able to run the torch in the very country that had caused him pain and grief for so many years. He was able, before his death, to run in the Olympiad. He didn't win a medal, but he got to understand that I can win some soul. 
Even if the man who beat me incessantly never came to forgive me, I've already forgiven him, and I run because I got somewhere that I'm going. Jesus had died, but he wasn't dead no more, y'all. And their lives had now been changed because he had took a, taken them from the Friday's uh, problems to Sunday's solution. And is there anybody here that can thank God? That even when my life is upside down, even when I feel like life is not the way it's supposed to be, he's always with me. He's always walking beside me. He'll give me a word that will encourage me, but then he'll demonstrate in my life what I can do for you. He is my God. He is my Savior. And I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times when I did not do no right from wrong, but in my blessed situation, God gave me consolation. He told me that my trials come to make me strong. And through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to depend upon his word. Is there anybody here that knows even when it's not the way it's supposed to be? Through it all, you can trust in Jesus. Through it all, you can depend upon his word. Well, somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. And I'm so glad that even when it's not the way it's supposed to be, God can bring us to a situation where we can thank him for what he's brought us through. And if there's anybody in the house today, if you will, just stand to your feet. Jesus, keep me near the cross. If life has you struggling and wondering, this is not the way it's supposed to be. I want you to understand that he's right there beside you. The good news is that even when your heart is broken, Jesus is right there with you and he hears your heart. One thing that's amazing, in the text, it says that when he left them, they said, did not our hearts burn while he talked to us by the way? Jesus has a way of taking broken hearts and making them burning hearts. And if you came this morning with a broken heart and you don't know Jesus, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. I need somebody who is at that point to come. Near the cross. Just found, come on somebody, fountain, that if you need a church home, 
come join one of God's greatest church families. Oh, oh, healing strength. Oh, Lord, it flows from Calvary. Lift your voice. Oh, in the. Come on, come on. Oh, in. In the. Be mine. Oh, come give your life to him. Come, come, come. Jesus. My church. So shall. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I'll find Pray, Lord. Even if it's not the way it's supposed to be, we can thank God that in our state of sadness, when our hearts are broken, you're always right there with us. That you can hear our sorrowful conversations that you'll even draw near to us and walk with us that even when your truth does not affect us you're still there to chastise us and give us a very word that will encourage us Lord, we pray that let somebody know that I've always given you my word in times of lowness in your life. That I've always told you that I'm your God and I'll always be with you. But Lord, we also thank you that not only will you tell us your word, you will show us what you've done for us and bring to our remembrance how you did something for us a long time ago and Lord we pray that you open somebody's eyes who's still in that space of feeling that it's not the way it's supposed to be and let them know that you're still there with them guiding them every mountain that they've had to climb every valley that they've had to endure was a lesson that you are God and you are with me. Lord we pray 
for those who don't know Jesus and the free pardon of their sin. We pray that they come to yield themselves to you and become a follower of Christ. We pray for those who are in our body but they don't have a church home. We pray that they find this a place of comfort, a place of community, and a place of brother and sisterhood that they can unite themselves and serve their God. Lord, in everything, we'll give you thanks. We'll give you glory. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Ever. Oh, Jesus. My If our officers, if our officers would come. If we can have our own Deacon Leonard Moore lead us to the throne of grace. Communion, sweet communion, to fellowship with you is what we long to do. What a friend we have in Jesus. Communion. All our sins and griefs to bear. Holy oh, what a privilege it is to carry Lord, everything to God in prayer. Long to Father, we thank you. We thank you for right now, Father. Yesterday is gone, but today is a new day, Father. We thank you, Father, for waking us up early this morning, able to walk around our home and say good morning to our loved ones, Father. We thank you for our life and our health and strength. We thank, for you, thank you for everything you've done for us, Father. We thank you for that day on Calvary. That you suffered, bled, and died. But early Sunday morning, you got up with all powers. So now, Father, we celebrate you, Father, by the, the blood, by drinking of the blood and eating of the body of the Lord body that you shared for us. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. Sweet communion to fellowship with you.
did for me. Way back on Calvary. Blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never
Jesus said that every time you do this, do this to remember me. We thank God for everyone who has participated in worship. We thank God for all of you. We ask that you just stand on your feet. We're going to dismiss from this place. God be with us till we meet again. to submit your tithe and offering. 
online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the Givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church P.O. Box 817 Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.